0: On this episode, the A team joins me. Sorry, Indian rock. Gary Vey Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 186 of the Ask Gary Vee show. We're in my office. I'm focused. I am want to go tight today. Sneaking this in because I feel like I haven't done the show in a little bit. Uh, Britt, good to see you. I, I like this the sneaker pants matching thing is pretty cool. And Thank whoa, you. actually, hat you really, you think I'm about right, these you think about these I things? Do. Yeah, I, I do not. <laughs> I have fly kicks on today. Lizzie, help. Liz, no, Lizzie does pack my trips though, but. Those are awesome, those are nice. Yeah, <laughs> all right, let's do it. Miss you guys, uh, real quick, I wasn't interrupting Seth. I'm a bad, Like it, it's not that I'm trying to interrupt Seth, it's my interview style which is not good. By all standards, by PR or standard interview practices, but I like it, and I've got a lot of intriguing emails that are that are countercultural. It is what it is. I, I, I you know, it's how I interview. I get destroyed for it during Wine Library TV, and uh, and maybe it's just something I'm not that good at. Though, I like what it brings out. It brings out a different thing. If you want to get the commodity answers and the same old spiel, you can read that and watch that on YouTube and see it every day. It creates a different energy. I understand that it can be combative at times and, and no question on paper, level one looks like interruption because it, um, it is, it's my spiel. So I love Seth and, uh, and uh, that's that so. Cool, first question. Jimmy asks, who owns our usernames? Us or the app? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What happens if the app came around today and said, we are now charging for your username? Would you pay to keep it? I don't think it matters, Britt. Who, who asked that? Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy, I don't think it matters. Like, What are they going to charge? Like, If if, if uh, Hook.com came out and it was the next big thing and I wanted to be on it, or if Anchor, or if, uh, if uh, Snapchat even came around and said, look, <clears throat> We, we're out and uh, we own all the names and if you want Gary VEE because you're one of the people that we've deemed of the 50,000 people that has a username that's valuable to them um, that we're gonna charge you 100 bucks a year for it. You know, I actually don't think it matters. Meaning, would I pay it? Sure. Would a lot of you pay it? No. Uh, would it hold back the app from winning? Maybe. I don't think any app would ever take the chance to not become a big platform because a lot of people wouldn't sign up for it because those people were upset that somebody was charging for the name and so I think from a PR standpoint and a branding and positioning standpoint, most apps won't go there. If they do, if they have the best product in the world, you'll pay for it. Nobody's, nope, what? Would I pay retroactively? Um, Probably, yeah, probably and I wouldn't give a crap about it. Like, you know, what are they gonna charge? They can't charge enough. You know what I mean? And they're not the internet. They're not gonna, meaning like, uh, every one of them is too smart and is too big of a business to sit there and say, okay, like, why would they charge? Facebook makes a billion dollars a quarter. You think they wanna take the vulnerability to make an extra $50 million top line revenue? I mean, listen, Jimmy, and I'm not razzing on you, there's just sometimes not a good understanding of big macro business behaviors. Like, let's just break it down. You think Facebook's gonna, how much revenue do you think Facebook's gonna be able to make on charging for names? Like what's the most you think somebody can, what's the most do you think they can charge a human? Forget about Pepsi for the name for a year. And like so get it. Like, Want to do it? Yeah. 20 bucks. What, a month? Or overall? So like I, nine, let's, let's, start over. let's, let's start over. Let's start over. i pay 500 bucks. For a year. And I'm a big fucking like deal in the scheme of things. I'm in the top ten percent or one percent, I don't know, of humans with fan bases, right? Like, there's no money in it. So, like, like the problem that a lot of people do is they think about it too much of a micro level. There's no money in it. So level up the thinking, Jimmy and crew. Like, cool, yes, but it'll never happen because it would break it, the vulnerability is so much greater than the top line revenue when they're making revenue in other areas. So, I mean, theoretically, yes, no, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. I mean, the question matters, Jimmy, and I appreciate it. I think it's a good opportunity for me to lessen up for the masses of like, you have gotta understand, the reason I'm a good salesman is I understand what person wants and then I reverse engineer it. Right? Facebook wants money, it's a business. That money is not more valuable than the vulnerability that they put all their other monies to. I'm spending more money on a Facebook ad today than Facebook could charge me for the year, for the name. So why would they create a vulnerability of me getting emotional that they pulled the rug from underneath me and left the ad platform, right? Those kind of thinking. Cool. Is a video question. Video question. Oh yeah, very nice. You said you wanted cool backgrounds, Gary, so how's this? Brandon Copeland here with beautiful St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada behind me. I have a question about marketing, professional services, and professional services firms. If you're trying to uh, establish a legal firm, real estate sales team, a, uh, a management consulting practice, are you better suited marketing your brand and your new company, or are you better suited focusing on the people with the skills that are providing value to your clients? Do you market the firm or the person? Thanks for your thoughts. The answer is... It comes down to you as the head of that organization to make that decision on what you're better at. Uh, if you if you market the people, you have a vulnerability that the person has the equity and they can leave, right? Like this is not the NBA where they're locked in these contracts, they have nowhere to go. You can go, that person then can Go and start their own firm, and you don't get any of the economics, and that's why people don't promote the people underneath them quite a bit. I think it's a mistake because if you show that you're an organization that promotes people, the next group of people want to come in, and most people aren't risk adverse enough. Like, their risk tolerance is so low they don't want to start their own business they just like to be a top earner within your organization but I think you do both you know like I promote Brandon and Ian when he was at wine library and other people at wine library like more and more people now that I feel like we've got a grasp what we do are going out and speaking at events as executives for Vayner media um, but I also you also promote the companies themselves so the answer is both but I think it's about self-awareness as an operator if you think you're better at marketing people than you are marketing a logo in an organization you should spend more of your time on that if you think you're better at doing it around a logo or a name than people because that's awkward to you then you do that but trying and mixing the two i think makes a ton of sense josh asks is twitter making a comeback with their recent addition of gifs i mean i think that's a narrow question i think i think twitter is potentially making a comeback because they have a new CEO, which gives it a new direction uh and not that i'm mad at dick or ever the people that have run it in the past i think it's just anytime you have a new CEO if one deems something not working, that it's got the potential to work, right? I think the the GIFs, I'm not letting that go, uh, and many other things, extending the, the character limit, uh, making the feed act differently, these are all debates and actions that we've seen from Twitter in the last 60 days that are promising because it shows maneuvering with the product, which I think has been the vulnerability with the business, and so, um, I don't, I don't think just with it, definitely not, as a proxy to what's going on overall at Twitter, I think potentially. Another video? Videos. Hey, Gary Vaynerchuk, JLD here, and I have a question for you about Snapchat. Because of you, I've been snapping my face off and loving every second of it, DRock at John Lee Dumas and I would love for you to share with us how do we grow our Snapchat followers? You've answered this question before. I haven't loved any of your answers. If you could go deep, break it down. We're Vayner Nation. How do we grow our Snapchat followers? JLD wants to grow his base. JLD, excited. I think I'm actually going on your podcast today, which you'll probably air as the book comes out. That's later in my day. JLD, listen. I'm sorry that I'm not giving you a good answer. The answer is you have to use every other channel. It's using every other channel and it's hacking. You're you're doing it right now. You threw up your snap code because you're hoping a bunch of people in the Vayner Nation stop it, take a picture of it, and add you as a friend. You're doing exactly the right thing, which is you've got to use other people's platforms and other you know, I collaborating like literally emailing everybody that you know or messaging them on Instagram if they have big Instagrams assuming that that, that means they have some sort of uh, community on Snapchat and saying, hey, how do I take over your channel? How do I, give me a shout out. I mean, it's literally endorsements on other people's Snapchat or you, I mean, listen man, make your podcast over the next six, seven weeks pounding Snapchat, interview people about Snapchat, interview Snapchat executives, make your world about Snapchat. I've won because I've branded You're looking for a tactic. You're looking for a sales tactic, right? A transaction. Oh, go do this, buy this search term, right? Like you're looking for that. You're looking for maybe you should buy the long tail term on Google as a Google AdWord that says, who should I follow on Snapchat? And then maybe you're the first result that you paid for. It's me, follow me, right? That will work, probably cost a buck or two per follower and that might work. But I'm doing it in marketing and branding by being about it, about it, right? By being about it and by talking about it and by being out there, people are picking up on that behavior. They're writing about me being in there. And yes, I sit at a high level in marketing, but there's a lot of people. DJ Khaled wasn't. He was a DJ, he went all about it, now people give him exposure. Right now, because there's no functionality within Snapchat to growth hack or pay for ad spend or any other functionality to build your user base, you have to win on marketing, not on sales. JLD, there's too many people in 2016 that have become internet marketers and it's all about arbitrage. Facebook ads, Pinterest ads, Google AdWords, affiliate marketing, email marketing, landing page optimization. It's all about tactics, it's not about marketing and religion reason I've done so well on Snapchat is I'm a marketer, right? I built Wine Library on marketing, not just transactional couponing and Google AdWords. I've built myself in marketing, coming, I built myself in marketing by building my brand And that's trickle down. It's not just transactional. I sell a lot more books than a lot of people because it's not the tactics, it's the overall brand. It's really the thesis of Jab, 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 Ray, Hook. Those jabs are branding and bringing value. And so there's tactics like you just did, JLD. But there's also branding. And you have a platform, you have a successful podcast. Make your content about that. And then there's a lot of tactics, like I mentioned earlier in this rant as I wove some tactics in there for you. But you've gotta level up your thinking, bro. I'm not kidding. You know, you're gonna razz, I'm gonna razz right back. You gotta think marketing versus, you know, you're more than welcome to go out and do guest blog posts on a ton of business sites about why you think Snapchat's important and now you show up in a lot of distributed places with a call to action to, oh PS, by the way, follow me on Snapchat. So there's a lot, you know, you may not like the answers uh, because you may not want to do them or you might not like this answer because marketing's a lot harder than a growth hack or an execution. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's the answer. The reason so many people are asking me how to build a base is because it's not easy because it's branding and marketing not sales and transactional. I'm excited right now because that was actually a very important answer to a lot of questions that have going on for a long time. Too many people here are playing checkers when the game is really chess. Branding and marketing is different than transactional affiliate. It's math versus Branding, it's quant versus qual. Snapchat is in branding and qual world and that's just too hard for most of you. I'm gonna end the show right there because I gotta go. I know you got others. It's a tight show. I snuck it in. Three's better than zero. Stefan. Very impressive. Thank you, Brent. (laughs) Question of the day. That last rant. Expand on that. I want to get into, you know, it's the weekend. I got a couple of errands I have to run so I'll have a few minutes to when I'm away from family to jump in and engage with you guys around it it's very 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 important i'd like your i'd like your thoughts on that answer i'd like your take on that i'd like your stories about when you did branding or when you've done you know quant affiliate or or growth hacking or transactional you know tactics versus religion i'd like you to expand on your personal journey around that last question because that was super interesting to me you keep asking questions i'll keep answering them